After your long run, if there's a bustle in your hedgerow, don't be alarmed now. It's just the spring clean for the May Queen. There's nothing like an ice cold one with friends. If there's a bustle in your hedgerow, I'd be alarmed. What the heck is a bustle? And what the heck is a hedgerow? <laughs> Can somebody tell me this? Subscribe to a podcast that proves Scorts. I do like to say scorts. Just yeah. for fun. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. I just wander around the house saying scorts. 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 Some sort of Muppet. <laughs> That the sum of its parts... Red lorry, yellow lorry, red lorry, yellow lorry, red lorry, yellow... Red... ...is not always greater than the whole. If all you do is all you've ever done, then all you ever get is all you've ever got. The Runner's Roundtable at runnersroundtable.com. Join us at the table. It's so difficult to... Really change. Difficult? <laughs> why, why, look here. Changing from bad to goods is as easy as taking your first step. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking across the floor. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking out the door. You never will get... Hi, welcome to Four Feet Running, episode 44. That was really jaunty. Yeah. With Nick and Dan. Someone had coffee today. Yeah. And we think it's 44, we're not really sure. I'm pretty sure this is episode 44, but I'm not positive. We're all confused today. But you're jaunty. Yeah. I don't know why I said it like that. I just did. This came out. I did not have coffee. That lady was picking her nose. Wow. Anyway, she had it really up there. <laughs> like how many phalanges of her finger did um, she have up there? It was her like pinkies. A, could you see her watch still? I could see the watch. Right. If she had a ring, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> the ring would have stopped it. So, what are we doing today? Uh, we're gonna just take a little run by the waterfront in Fall River. Uh, I guess about three miles. Yeah, yeah, probably about that. We actually ran yesterday too. Yeah. And then we're running again today. Yeah. Two days in a row. I know. Very unusual for you. I don't usually do that because I usually get sore, but not too sore, but a little bit that I want to rest. But somebody has new sneakers. Yeah. So running is much better. We uh, we ran by the waterfront yesterday and we saw they had uh, some like war reenactors. I think they were Revolutionary War reenactors or something. Yeah. Because they had the tricorn hats and stuff. Yeah, it was really unusual. They usually have Civil War reenactors. You know, they had their stews going and their <laughs> playing it's with chickens the, and. <laughs> yeah, it's all about stew. Making stew over a bonfire. They had some fires going. Little tents and stuff. Yeah. They have a. We have Heritage State Park down by the waterfront. It's got a big grassy area, and it looks like they're all camping out over there for some reason. Yeah. Figured we'll go check them out too. Maybe they they all boo each other a bit and they're gone.
We're coming up to the corner with our favorite newspaper hawker. Yeah. See if we can get him to we can get him to say a few words. Very friendly guy. Hawks the Herald News. Yes. If you're gonna get a paper, get it from him. He's most popular in the city too. Yeah, definitely. Everybody knows him. I don't remember his name. No, I don't think he has a name. Something ends in a Y, I think. Hey. Oh, a beautiful day today, huh? Yeah. 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 Hey, uh, hey, good morning, brother. I know. Yeah. I'd rather have it like this than, uh, you know, that humidity. Yeah. I know you were, uh, you know, sweating. Uh, yeah, this is way too <laughs> you, hot for yeah, a while. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. handle it. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Now it's not too bad. <laughs> Dog, you still sleeping? Yeah, yeah it's still so sleeping. out of his papers real early every day. Yeah. Everyone likes to buy paper from him. But he's been doing it for years. Possibly 20 years. Wow. I used to work for that newspaper. Yeah, me too. Like the editor and everybody, they all knew who he was. Yeah, we used to take, have the photographers take pictures of him. And, yeah. yeah. Very popular guy. Anyway, so how's your running a couple of weeks going? Well, not too bad. Well, I finally got new shoes. Hey! Hey! It was a lot harder than we all thought. Yeah, well, I think last podcast, I said uh, I was on some New Balance 858s, and I was uh, still trying them out. They were giving me some trouble. Yep. They continue to give me trouble. So I took them back. Yes. Brought them back to the Crazy Man Running Store. He was a little bit reluctant to take him back, I think. He didn't, you know, I cleaned him and everything. Yeah. They weren't too dirty. He didn't run on them very much, just a couple of times. Yeah. But uh, then he gives me this song and dance about how they're wrong for my feet. And the Brooks that was running in, Brooks Addiction 7, they were running, they were wrong for my feet. Even though he's the one who um, looked at your feet and, uh, and assessed them. Yeah, he fitted me for shoes. Then he was saying that I had told him that I overpronate. Yeah, like you would just make that up and tell him that. Yeah, because the, uh, the New Balance are good for overpronation, I guess. Yeah. But in reality, I sort of underpronate a little bit, overpronate with uh, my other foot. I have knee problems. Yeah, you're kind of a mess. I'm all over the place. So you do both? Yeah, I do both. But so then, you're not inaccurate if you did, in fact, say that you overpronate. Yeah, and I underpronate. But yeah. he blamed you, even though he's the one who fitted you twice. Yeah, so it was basically my fault Yeah. for buying the crappy shoes, even though he's the one who fitted me and sold them to me. So you weren't happy? No, because he told me, like, well... I don't want to sell you another pair of shoes until you bring back your old ones. Yeah. Like the ones I had been wearing, my old Brooks. So I can study them. <laughs> so I decided, after I left, that because I've never really had a great experience buying shoes at the Crazy Man Running Store, no. I would try somewhere else. Yeah, and you know, I did some research, and I found there was another store that got written up pretty well in Runner's World magazine. So you decided to go there. Yeah, it's in Providence. And uh, I'm trying to think of what to call it. Maybe the skinny kid running store. Yeah, but there's a bunch of other people that work there. But they were very helpful there. I went there and I, I just basically told them what happened to me at the other store. 
And I said, just refit me. Yeah. Tell me what's wrong with my feet. <laughs> and uh, just give me some new shoes. And you saw you, what, run around in the store and he kind of had a very curious, puzzled look on his face. Yeah, it was this young guy. I don't know, maybe early 20s or something. Squatting down on the floor. I'm walking around on my feet. And he looked and said, wow. Okay. <laughs> I think he sort of feared the challenge. I know. Well, that overpronating, underpronating issue is kind of an awkward situation. Yeah. <laughs> he knew, oh, this is going to be the tough one today. <laughs> he ended up giving me three choices. Um, he said, actually, what he said was that those Brooks that I had been wearing were front, they were fine, they were perfect. Yeah. Which I had told the guy at the Crazy Man Running Store. Yeah, you hadn't had a problem in them. Your feet and your knees have been really good in them. I told him, like, these have been really good for me. But these new balance you gave me sucked. I had, like, pretty horrible foot pain. So, nope, they're wrong. He gave me three options. He said I could either try the Brooks Beast, some type of Mizuno. Yep. Or these Asics Gel Foundation 7s. Yep, which you are wearing right now. Yes, so I guess do. which ones you chose. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Asics. And you said the New Balance ones were made poorly. Yeah, he didn't really like them. He they said, weren't constructed well? Yeah, he said they were kind of a crappy shoe. He said uh, he showed me how... Like, they have a stability piece on the side. Then if you look on the underside of the shoe... It's not goes, stable. It's too thin. It's yeah, it like goes, a narrow bridge yeah. to your arch. Rather than when a stability shoe should be a stability shoe, it should be pretty wide or completely flat. Yeah. But the New Balance is actually a very narrow little bridge. In the middle, so, you know? Yeah, where your arch is. So, therefore, it would... He said it negates the effect of the stability yeah. piece. It gives your foot too much wiggle room, which is not what you're looking for in a stability shoe. Yeah. So he really was down on the New Balance, actually. I'm sorry, his sinfulness. I know uh, <laughs> someone following us on Twitter yeah. is wearing 858s, but he well, loves they, them. Well, if they, they work for you, they work for you, but... Because everybody's different. But, but I tried the Brooks, the Beast. Those were really good. And I tried the Mizunos. Those were awful. Yeah. Hated them. For you, yeah. And the A6 also felt really good. Pretty much just like the Brooks, except much, much lighter. Yeah. But you want to get a lighter shoe. Yeah. You know, as long as there's enough cushion and support, the lighter the better. In general. Tiny, tiny bit less cushiony than the Brooks. They call them the Beast for a reason. Yeah. They're big and padded and like big corrective Frankenstein shoes. Yeah. I've never seen a picture of them, but I can imagine. They look like the Addictions, Mm -hmm. except bigger. Somehow just bigger. Heftier. Maybe that much support might be too much for you. So I went for the Asics. So I'm now wearing Asics Gel Foundation 7s. Yep. Long story short. (laughs) And you got a new running store. Yeah. The more helpful running store. More helpful running store is what we're going to call it. (laughs) That's what we'll call it. And maybe there's a reason why they got written up in Runner's World. Yeah. A couple of years in a row. They were really helpful. It was neat. Yeah. The other Crazy Man running store, it's never neat in there. Stuff everywhere. Very disorganized. Once out of all the times I've been there, have I really had like a great experience. Well, the first time you tried to return these shoes, the owner wasn't there, so 
nobody would help you. Yeah. Nobody. They just stared at you like you were crazy and said, I don't know. Yeah. We're not really working here. Yeah, I'm like, well, can I just go on the register then? Is that all right with you? Yeah. I told him, I just want to bring these back. Yeah. He said, okay. Well, can can I... Can you can you put the put your hands out so I can put the box in? <laughs> oh no, you have to wait for the owner to come back. Yeah. When's that gonna be? Uh, three more days. Uh, and it's a pain to get to from our house. Yeah. It's actually probably equidistant with the new running store, the more helpful running store. Yes. The more helpful running store, uh, in keeping with its more helpfulness. Yeah. Is actually a lot easier to get to. Yeah. The distance about the same, but the one in Providence is just right off the highway. But even, you know, you just got them, so, and you've run in them. This is your third time running in them. Yep. And you haven't been running because you haven't had very good shoes. Nope. My old Brooks got really soft on me. And so painful. They were commission splints. I stopped wearing those. And those New Balance ones were awful pains up the sides yeah. of my feet. But you now know to maybe buy another pair of these. Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy multiple pairs from now on, and then just wear one for 50 miles or so. Start wearing the new ones and rotate them. Yeah, and that way you don't have to worry when one gets defunct. Yeah, I just you know you always, always have a pair to back up. I always have a 50 mile buffer. Yeah, for my new shoes. And that's how I that's how I use my sneakers. That's why I have multiple pairs. Yeah. I may even get a pair of the Beast. Yeah. So they have uh, two different kinds of shoes to try to run in. Yeah. I don't know, I'm just considering it. I'm not sure if I'll get you another one. I have to. Sure. My only problem is, is that I get confused which one's which. Yeah. Because <laughs> they look the same. I usually have to put a, a mark on it with, with like a magic marker yeah. <laughs> to tell which shoes what. Is it because you got that cute little running skirt on? I know. I'm, I, I bought a new running skirt. Oh. Um, I've never had one before. And uh, there was a conversation on Twitter about them. Everybody said, oh, you know, once you buy one, you never want to go back. You know, they're really nice. Really? They're really comfortable. And they feel all cute. Oh, you do are cute. <laughs> uh, I just have a, a cheap running skirt that I bought from uh, Target. Uh-uh. It had like little compression shorts underneath, and it was the only skirt in the store that actually fit me, because apparently everybody else was buying them too. Yeah. <laughs> they, they had a run on them. It's all I had were mediums and extra larges. Yeah. But it's cute, and I like it. Yeah. It's actually pretty comfortable. I've been feeling a lot better lately, so I've been taking advantage of it. Yeah. I don't know why I'm feeling better. I still have to eat gluten and everything. I'm still waiting to do tests, like some more. Yeah. So this has been a long time waiting for tests. Hopefully it'll be over in a couple of weeks, and I'll probably go gluten free. 
after that. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what the test results are. But um, I've been managing my diet so that I try not to eat any gluten before I run. And that seems to help a little bit for, you know, whatever ill feeling I feel when I run. Although it's not as easy to get rid of the gluten as you think. Yeah. It's in everything. Yeah, I've been taking advantage of the feeling better, so I've, uh, I've been increasing my miles probably too much. <laughs> I'm going over the 10% rule this week. Oh, boy. Which I know I shouldn't be, but I, I just feel good running. Yeah. And I miss it so much. And I was so happy um, last Monday. I ran seven miles for the first time in ages. Um, since I've been sick, you know, I haven't been able to get over over four miles. Actually, a lot over two. I know. A lot of times, it's been like even less than what I've been running. Yeah. So, I've, I'm just so happy. <laughs> hey. Boy, you really take running for granted when you can run. When yeah. you can't, it's just, oh, it just makes you miserable. I know. But it's so ingrained in you, you know. Mm -hmm. such a habit every week. Plus, you know, all this extra mileage means that uh, someone from another British podcast is trying to beat me on Runner Plus. <laughs> and we have this ongoing challenge. Running from the Reaper. <laughs> and you're the Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> He's ahead of me right now. But <clears throat> after this run, he won't be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and Nigel and Marathon Chris have all had a... Uh, all been neck and neck on the million feet running challenge. I know, but then she keeps... I pass her and then all of a sudden she runs eight miles. Oh, come on. <laughs> but Nigel and I have had sort of a similar running history. <laughs> we were doing good and he went for surgery and he dropped down in miles at the same time that I was feeling sick. Yeah. So, and now we're picking it back up again. You guys have been separated by like a matter of like fractions of a mile. No. Oh, come on. <laughs> Very frustrating. I need to get a good 10 miler in there. And I like to go in between both of you. I know. And sort of stir yeah, it up. You're a actually no help at all. Yeah. <laughs> I try to stir. Well, let's see. I'm helping by getting you both to run. Oh. I give you both like a heads up. Everybody keeps saying I'm competitive. I don't know what they mean. <laughs> <laughs> You've also had a lot of stress going on lately. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. You know, good thing that my running's getting better. You know, I think it would just add even more to the stress that's already been happening for the past couple of weeks. I had a death in my family, which is really sad. And yeah, it was uh, one of your aunts. Yeah, it was my aunt Jackie. Actually, your only aunt left. Yeah, well, uh, a little family history. Pretty much everybody is dead, so uh, everybody pretty much dies really young in my family. Yeah. Hence my running. Obsessively. I mean, at least she made it to 70. Most of the, most everybody doesn't make it past 60. But she had a really bad heart. And she was ill for at least 12 years. I mean, I hate to say it, but it was almost a good thing that she passed away. Yeah. Um, she was actually wishing for it at that point. Yeah. She was just, it, it wasn't pleasant what she was going through. So, yeah, that was very sad to see her pass away yeah which brings up all kinds of family issues you know everybody has a family so they know yeah <laughs> that's all i'll say about that yeah you know what we're talking about <laughs> yeah between that our house has decided to uh 
um, leak. <laughs> in a nutshell, sewer pipes backing into the house. Not good. Yeah, we have rotor rooted at our house last night. Now $400 later. <laughs> yeah. $400 later, we can finally flush the toilet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in between that, we've had other things like holes in the roof and... Yeah, garage is leaking because the shit needs to be reshingled. And never mind a regular work stress. Yeah. Which has been irregular. I've been on like weird schedules of work. So we really need this running. Yeah. Right now. I think I'd go crazy if we didn't have any, if I didn't run. You couldn't sort of get out the, uh, get out the stress. Yeah. It's just been one thing, one bad thing after another. Yeah. And I'm tired. <laughs> Say the things you used to say And make the world go away So we're standing by the waterfront by the battleship Massachusetts otherwise known as Big Mamie Yes It's a uh, decommissioned battleship I don't know where the hell it saw service. Probably World War II, I'm imagining. Yeah, it did. Japan, of course. Oh, they didn't send it over to Germany? No. Kind of tough to push it through, like, you know, the Ardennes and all yeah. that stuff. Forests of France and it's Bavaria. It's size. Ready? Yep. We also got a destroyer. And a submarine. Yeah, submarine. I think the submarine's the lionfish. Yeah. Destroyer is the John P. Kennedy, I think. I don't know. I can't remember. I haven't been on these things since I was maybe eight years old. Yeah. One of the Kennedys. So here we are running by the reenactors. There's no sign to say what this is all about, though. No. Apparently they didn't have signs in the no. colonial times. No. They're bivouacked over by the uh, river here, the Taunton River. Take some pictures. Yeah, that's good. <sighs> I believe they sleep here overnight. That's what Civil War people used to do. Really? Mm-hmm. They camp here. Oh. That's why the tents are closed. Maybe people sleep and stuff. Oh, I see. And they haven't made their beds. Yeah. This is a mess. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> the fire smells good. Yeah. Hiding the ye old uh, gasoline. Oh, I see. <laughs> people in funny clothes, britches. Well, I, I don't like to dress in costumes, but I like yeah. it when other people do. I don't know what period these people are from. They seem a little post-revolutionary war, but I'm not sure. Cause we could probably ask somebody, you know. I, yeah, I bet I could. I don't know if I speak their language, though. No. I have to start adding E's at the end of every word. Jesus. <laughs> ask those people. Okay. I guess I have to do that. <laughs> I'll go with you. <laughs> you work for a newspaper? <laughs> <laughs> I get nervous, though. I'm not a good interviewer. Didn't you, like, interview Stephen Colbert and... Uh, Ralph Nader. Ralph yeah. Nader. But, you know, I was on the phone. Bonjour. Hey. How do you do? I'm trying to remember my high school oh, you French. You must speak French. Uh, yeah. uh, I, 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 I speak English, so it's good. <laughs> All right, perfect then. We're in business. <laughs> we have a French army. Oh, wow. French army. A Revolutionary okay. War period French army. Our Rangers down there. And there's going to be a couple other uh, continental units here. There's also going to be the, the uh, Somerset crew. Oh, okay. HMS Somerset going to be here sometime. I don't know what the heck they're going to do. So go. how long are you guys going to be here? Or uh, in port? <laughs> how long are you sailors around? <laughs> uh, uh, we're 
going to be here until about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, okay. Camp. Uh, there's going to be drilling and firing. Oh, yeah? Much like there was yesterday. Okay. Oh, right. We missed that. We only saw you setting up. So. Yeah, we were by here yesterday also. We just, yeah. Okay, from about 10 o'clock to about... Probably about two will be alternating with the other units of oh. drilling. So there'll be French drill, which is completely different from what the French do and what the Americans do. Oh, interesting. Oh. But you're free to talk to talk to people as much as you want. Right. Well, to to anybody in costume, they'll talk your ear off. Okay. Right. So we're famous for that. <laughs> I'll try to remember. We're not, we're not shy about French. Yeah, there just you go. don't do what that one woman did yesterday when we were doing the bayonet charge. She waddled across in front of us. Oh, no. oh, no. All right, Twelve we'll people with bayonets down, moving at a fast clip, and she decides to diagonally saunter across and in front of us. she keeps wondering why we don't stop. <laughs> she keeps like they're still after me. It's no, war. In front of us. Yeah, but she wasn't. She slowed down. No, well, she slowed down to look because she thought we would have stopped. Yeah, well, that's when I yelled halt when I saw her slow down because if she had she kept her eyes forward and kept bugging, she would have made it, but it got too close. Natural selection and action. Yes, You've actually hurt the human race by doing this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I think she was all spent on that regard. Well, maybe. Yeah, right. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but uh, no, that's all you can see. If you come in, you'll be doing lots of drilling. And, um, we'll, we'll stay away from the bayonets. Any, any one of them here will love to talk to you here. Oh, great. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And they all speak English. Okay. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and do you guys do this every year? Or just this is the first year this has happened. I don't know okay. if it'll happen again next year. But, okay. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. But uh, you can usually find something going on all a lot annoying like you want to watch something so there's usually yeah. something down around the southeast yep really? uh, there's usually something further on so usually uh, Sturbridge again yeah, yeah. last what was yeah. last weekend Sturbridge yep. we, we do that every year okay. our schedule's on our website which should be in yeah, there yeah that's right there and uh, there's also um, the umbrella organization we belong to is called the Continental Line and their website is just Continental Line spelled out all as one word dot org okay so Oh, nice. Gives you the overall. See it happen. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks. Good morning. Hey, how are you? Oh, would you like to come stand in the shade? Yeah, uh, please. Sure. <laughs> well, I, I'm so glad I did. If you have any questions, anybody dressed strangely will be more than happy to do an hour or two or three. Well, that's that's relative because I got this on. So I've already warned them. Vicky. We're not dressed strangely. Uh, yeah. 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 Wear any clothing. Got strange moccasins on my right here. Incredible beadwork. It's amazing what we can do. You're very talented. And the, I, I like is as your name begin with B. That's cool. I don't have that many questions. Yeah, I didn't have coffee today. If you had coffee, you would have talked the air off, and then it would have been, all right, lady, come on. <laughs> trying to sit here stirring my muskrat stew or whatever. I, <laughs> I should have asked them what they were making. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, stew. Instead. <laughs> 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 Sometimes I have too many questions, so I, um, yeah. I have to hold back.
different. Yeah. So you get a little... You get a little French. Yeah. yeah it's funny, because I was dreaming in French the other night. Awesome. But, you know, I, uh... I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, when I get put on the spot, I could probably speak French if you gave me a little time. But when I get put on the spot, I was trying to remember if I should say bien or bon. <laughs> and I just couldn't decide. So I said, oh. <laughs> my ability to speak French is not very good. I, I, I can probably read it a little bit better. I was always better at reading it. Well, because our, um, our French teachers always spoke English in the classroom. Yeah. I actually never got to hear French very often. Yeah. And I even went to France. And I tried speaking French to the people there, but they just kept speaking English to us. Because it's like, don't, don't even try, sweetheart. <laughs> and they were so excited to, to speak English that I barely ever spoke French when I went to France. <laughs> See, I should have said, ça va bien. Yeah. That's what I should have said. Because my grandmother actually speaks French. But she speaks uh, French-Canadian, yep. so it's a slightly different accent. She's the only one living past 60, so yeah, she's, she's 94. And uh, she actually went to school where half of the day was spoken in French, and the other half was spoken in English. Yeah, former had a very, very big French-Canadian population at one point. Yeah. You know, again, like the Portuguese are now yeah. the biggest immigration group. Yeah, about um, they were they were really big for a long time. Yeah, about sixty percent of the population of the Portuguese heritage in Florida. Yeah, now. Now. And it was that you know French bit. Yeah, at one point. Yeah, probably around the early the turn of the century. Yeah. I never really got a whole lot of French from my grandmother. She would just swear. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember how to say it, but she used to just say, tell me how to say how to in a bucket. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll have to ask her. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I didn't retain that information for French class. Yeah, well, you know, you tell that to a French teacher and <laughs> write to the principal's office. Yeah. <laughs> the Samaritans are bad at languages. I think it's just not a need. What really works well, if you're over in another country, yeah. is just speak uh, a lot louder in perfect English <laughs> and point and yell. Yeah. They love that. That works fine. Well, I do remember... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, one of our French teachers, that was his famous phrase. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he used to say it very crusty. Yeah. <laughs> He had heard this phrase. He was in France. He was in the uh, red light district. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing there. I think he was trying to get directions on how to get away from the red light district. Well, he was trying to get a cab at least. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the cab driver said, And then he was like, uh, he looked in the back of it and there was a guy laying in the back seat with a knife. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't voulez vous a taxi. No. <laughs> Yeah, he was great. He had a great impression. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't get the gruffness out of it. It's one of the only uh, French phrases I remember now. Yeah, so we can get jobs as cab drivers in France. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> oh, we oui. should I'm sorry. That's about all I got. <laughs> yelling point. Yelling point. <laughs> Where? There. And then when they don't get it, just go mental. Yeah.
since we haven't podcasted for a couple of weeks, you know, we haven't been completely off the uh, podcasting radar. Yeah. radar yeah. yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard about the Runners Roundtable, but we're part of that, along with Steve Runner, Adam the Zen Runner, and Nigel. <laughs> Beating you in challenges. And Juicy, also known as Tony, or really known as Tony. Yeah. <laughs> and a bunch of other running podcasters, too. Yep. It's a rotating cast. It's a, a live show that Adam set up on Talk Shoe. You can join that, and we all just sit around and shoot the sh- basically. Yep. Yeah. We discussed running issues. We can't give you any... Uh, what's going to happen because by the time this comes out it will have already happened. Probably, yeah, <laughs> most likely. We had it on our feed last last week, but um, you can now get it on its own feed. Yeah. It won't, it won't be coming through our, our feed anymore. You go to uh, runnersroundtable.com and you uh, look around on there. You'll find a way to subscribe to it on iTunes. Yep. Actually, if you go to iTunes, you'll find it. It's beating us. Yeah, I know. It's up there. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> you'll find it. Yeah. It's been a really fun show so far. Our first show got um, pranked with a jerk, some teenage jerk who has a prankster show on Talk Show. He goes on Talk Show and he finds calls that are open. That just goes on there and just pastors them until they leave. Yeah, which is what will happen to us. It was cut short the first time we tried it out. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a possibility. I didn't know. That we'd have a prankster on. I didn't know that there were losers out there who had nothing better to do with their time except do that. I guess I overestimated losers. Apparently, kids don't have enough to do. No, whatever happened to sitting around masturbating? (laughs) Is that what you did? I don't know. (laughs) Anyway... Yeah, it's gone much better since the first time we tried it out. Yeah, we figured out the technology. It's been really good. We've had a lot of listeners live interacting in the little chat room and talk shoe. Yeah, you can sign into talk shoe uh, via your computer and chat with us, ask questions, or chat with everybody else in the chat room, which seems to happen. Yeah, you get to hear all your favorite podcasters all in one place. Yeah. It's much more convenient. Yeah, one stop shopping. <laughs> But again, don't don't stop to subscribe to everybody's podcast. No, still subscribe to everybody's podcast, but get that one also if you like. And join in the chat room, too. It's a lot of fun to just listen to it live. Details of when to find it live are, uh, so far, it's been Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah. That may change periodically throughout the week, so you might want to just... Bookmark runnersroundtable.com. Yeah, it'll have notice when it's going to be on next. Yeah, better yet, even follow us on Twitter and follow uh, Zen Runner on Twitter because he's the one who really sets up all the calls and stuff. We're still not sure if it's going to be weekly, bi bi monthly, etc., uh, etc. Et yeah, we don't, we're not really sure of the schedule yet. It's still sort of a work in progress. So far, it's been weekly, but... We will see how it goes. Everyone's schedules are different. Yeah, We're dealing with people in the UK. Most of us are Eastern Standard Time, but, uh, you know, those people who try to beat me on our plus tend yeah. to be in another time zone. Yeah. Just to be different. <laughs> no. Something, something about sleeping. I don't know. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. See my family. <laughs> But yeah, you can find out when it's when it's going to be broadcast live. Yeah. If you can't make it live, just download the feed. Yep. And you'll get it delivered right to you. We will be talking to uh, 
Brett from the Zen and the Art of Triathlon and, and Kim from, well, she was from Trails and Tribulations. Well, she says she's working on another podcast project oh. now. Working on that. You may want to listen to the Runners Roundtable to hear more about it. Yep. Because I imagine we'll probably talk about that. Another girl podcaster out there. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to be talking a little about ultra running, mm-hmm. which I know nothing about. I know nothing about. I even know even less about. I mean, I, I, I know that you run a lot. I mean, to me, five miles is ultra. Yeah. I can't imagine running that much. Well, at my speed. <laughs> it would take me all day. But we figured it out. Like, because usually ultras are run on trails. Yeah. So the nearest trails that you probably wouldn't get murdered at, we'd have to drive about 45 minutes out, run the trail for about a couple of hours, and then drive another 45 minutes back. It's a, it's a full day's work. So basically, yeah, it'd be like eight hours out there. Brett from Zentri. This triathlon's obviously. Yeah. And I don't have... Sorry, I don't have any interest in that because I'm phobic of swimming. <laughs> so that you know that cuts it down immediately by a third. Yeah, I can float and I can kind of get by in the water. I'm not phobic of water, but um, I don't swim much because access to to a place to swim is actually really hard. I mean, we are on the East Coast, and there are there are some beaches. The nearest beach has such a strong undertow that almost every year somebody dies from it. So mostly the beach is just used to jump waves yeah. and stand there. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> Not for swimming. Oh, yeah. One thing, though, that did happen to me this week is I did try to go bike riding. And one of the reasons why I'm running a little extra this week, too, because I planned on doing some riding, but I'd gotten a pretty good flat. The first time I rode on the street in ages, usually I ride on the bike path, it's a little safer. I got about two and a half miles away from home, and I was forced to run over some glass. You know, either I'd get hit by a truck. You know, I took a class on how to fix a flat. Yeah. And it sort of went the way of the French. Yeah. <laughs> I just stared at it and stared at it and said, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. It was a back tire, so. Oh yeah, so you didn't want to take it off all the gears and stuff. Yeah, and not be able to carry it back home, <laughs> just in case I couldn't put it back together again. If it were a front tire, I think I'd be able to fix it okay. Yeah. It was probably one of those things that you could just slide a, a $1 bill in there and blow it back up and it'd be fine to ride home. But, did you have a $1 bill? I did. Alright. I had everything, I just didn't know how to use it. <laughs> uh, so you need like, a little refresher course. Yeah. And I still haven't fixed it because I because we've been so busy. Well, we'll get it fixed, and then you can try some more street riding. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I really enjoy riding my bike. I like to get into heavier mileage. I don't ride very fast, and lately I've only had about an hour to devote. I have um, regular pedals, so I'd like to get some some clipless pedals on there. I think that would help. And the little shoes. Yeah, I need a lot more practice of uh, fixing flat tires. I found some videos online. There's a nice spot that shows you how to do a lot of things, actually. A lot of repairs, maintenance bits. I'll put a link on the website.
climbing the steepest hill in Fall River right now. I'm still not used to it. Not used to it at all, no. I don't have a problem with it. I ran up it the other day, so I'm really, I'm really yeah. happy. Yeah. I'm trying to work on my posture. We both got the, uh, we bought the Chi Running book by Danny Dreyer. And we're still reading it, so we're not ready for a real review yet. No, we'll, we'll pick that up in another show. I'm almost done reading it. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say, like, there, there's some good points and some points I'm, um, I'm skeptical about. All in all, you know, we're still working on posture. I've been having trouble with my posture lately. I just get, I've been really slouchy, schlumpy, yeah, like, all day. <laughs> Yeah, running, not running, doesn't matter. I'm kind of schlumpy. I just have terrible running form. So that's, I sort of got this book in the hope that it would help me improve my running form. Yeah. But you haven't actually put it to practice a whole lot. Because I actually haven't gotten to the chapters in the book where he stops talking about chi yeah. and starts talking about running. Uh, that would be one of our critical points. Yeah. I'd be like telling him, hey, buddy, just cut the chi. I know. <laughs> Chapters of Chi is a lot before you actually get to the running form part. Yeah, that's really what I'm in it for. Not in it for the Chi. No, me either. The Chi parts were tough to get through. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll go into that more once we're both finished with the book. <laughs> but, I mean, there are some good things about it so far that I've, I've skimmed ahead a little bit. Yeah. You know, just basically stand up straight. Don't lean over the way I do. Yeah, from the hips. From the hip, yeah. Because you, you run all schlumped over. It's amazing that you, it's, that you can even breathe. Because you collapse your your lungs yeah. by running that way. And I think that's a major problem for you. I think that's why you have such a hard time running. Yeah. We kind of talked about this before we even got the chi book. Yeah. <laughs> I need to run a little straighter upright. A stronger core probably yeah. help you. So I can fill my lungs a little better. Yeah. Would be the sweetest thing Twin make me sing I but I as well try and catch the wind So we got some email. Can I just go through the email? Yeah. We'll nope. be quick today. Yeah, we'll just get out of here soon. Because we've got the runner's round table coming up in a minute. Yeah. Oh, geez. Real soon, too. Yeah. So we got one from Yuji. Yuji Ashizawa. Hey. From Ohio. <laughs> I forgot what was my last name. <laughs> I just, it's just that Ohio wasn't the first place I thought we were going to get an email from when I saw Yuji Ashizawa. Yeah, because people from... Yuji. Different parts of the world don't come into America ever. <laughs> What's your last name? Mm. Where'd your parents come from? Smith. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yuji writes, Hi, I just wanted to email you guys because I just finished my first half marathon in Dublin, Ohio, which is located on the outskirts of Columbus. My time was 1.46, and I was thinking it would take me about two hours, but I don't know, I was feeling really well. Uh, the course was excellent too. We ran in this park on a bike trail, and you guys inspired me to go for this, so thanks. Woohoo! Hey. I didn't mean to be inspirational, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we try not to be in too inspirational. <laughs> Who knows what will inspire. Yeah. <laughs> it might things. be used for bad, I don't know. I know, we don't want our this podcast 
to ever be used for evil. <laughs> uh, and Yuji continues, I am thinking of running in my very first marathon at the Nationwide Columbus Marathon, but I'm kind of scared, so wish me luck. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Oh, you won't need it. <laughs> You'd be fine. Yeah. If you did a half and 146 and you felt really good. You shouldn't have a problem. Yeah. That's a whole marathon. It's like you're doing great. I'll try not to be inspiring that way. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, UG, for that email. Uh, and we got another one from Jeff from Canada, who wrote mm-hmm. last week. And Jeff writes, uh, Well, I just listened to episode 43 and was smiling through my mile repeats as I heard my email read. My first thought was how nice this was to get a mention, and the second thought was how desperate for filler you must be. <laughs> well, see, we made you smile while you're doing repeats. Who smiles doing repeats? So, there you go. <laughs> I, don't even, job. <laughs> I don't even know what repeats are. You will someday. You won't be smiling through them. (laughs) Uh, To reply to the Niagara International Marathon question, which last week he mentioned that uh, he was going to be doing that one, which starts in America and goes into Canada. It's very cool. Goes vice versa some way, but it goes through two countries anyway, and we were wondering how the hell that works. Border-wise, Jeff writes, When you pick up your race kit, you go through a pre-return crossing interview with the Canadian customs folks. So you're basically already expected to be crossing back into Canada. See, that would be perfect to allow terrorists and other other unsavory types. So a lot of unsavory types are going to be very fit. Yeah. I see a loophole in this country's (laughs) homeland security strategy. Oh, jeez. Then everyone gets on the bus the morning of the marathon in Niagara Falls, Canada, and when we cross into the U.S., we all clear customs in a usual bus fashion. The custom guy comes on and checks all the IDs. You then don't have to carry ID with you when you cross back into Canada. You check your gear near the U.S. starting line in a clear plastic bag so it can be inspected on the return to Canada. And when crossing the Peace Bridge, there are custom folks recording and videotaping your race numbers wow. so that there is some accounting on the return. Wow. See, it's safe. All right. Our country is safe. No bombs or All right. anything, I guess, or whatever have you. <laughs> wow, recording and videotaping. I want to go do that race, though. Yeah, that one sounds really cool. Well, you should do it. That's a marathon? Yeah. Do they have like a 5K that just goes back and forth over part of the bridge? Because <laughs> you always get stopped in stores, so I imagine they stop you just running the marathon. Just because. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't go through any kind of security without getting stopped. I think it's the beard. I think so. I have a really sinister facial hair. But uh, yeah, they don't like it when I go into stores. Cops don't like me. I think it's because they know I just stick it to the man all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's you. <laughs> I got a problem with authority. Yes, you. forgot. But anyway, that sounds really cool. If I had to do a marathon, I'd want to do one like that, though. Yeah, I think you should do a marathon. <laughs> Easy, big fella. <laughs> I only got up like, to a 10K, and that, was a, that really kicked my ass. You got seven miles in. But then it's another 19. I know. Point two. It takes time. Yeah. Oh, maybe one day, maybe even next time this year, I'll be working my way up to a marathon. Maybe. Anyway, uh, thank you very much, Jeff. See, I like to know how stuff works. Yeah. 
That was very useful. That was not very filler. Good. Useful. Yeah. <laughs> and we got another email from Sean from the Trilogy Running Podcast. Do you want to read this one? No. All right. <laughs> Uh, no, that just came up on my computer because it was the last thing I looked oh, okay. in the dock. Because <laughs> it popped up on your computer, I thought you might want to... No. Okay, I'll read it then. I hate reading email. <laughs> anyway, Sean writes, Four Feet Running was the podcast that made me fall in love with podcasts. And sorry to be inspiring. Uh, he writes, I left a review on iTunes about you guys a while back. Remember Bonehawk? Yes, I do remember Bonehawk because that was a fun name to say. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a wrestler. Yeah. Or a G.I. Joe character. Bonehawk. It does sound like a G.I. Joe character. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. He works for a Cobra commander. Yes. He's not one of the G.I.s or Joes or whatever they are. He's he's in Cobra. Okay. But uh, you can check out Sean's podcast. Uh, and his brother Jason is also part of it, too. Yeah, I think he's dragging Jason along. <laughs> I'm still catching up on the podcast, but it's really good so far. But I believe his, his little brother, he's dragging him along, trying to do races and stuff. While he does the trilogy of races, of a 10K, a half marathon, and a marathon. Ooh. So he has very set goals there. There you go. And he's dragging family along with him, I guess. Whether <laughs> <laughs> they want to or not. Yeah, he, his brother's a boom shakalaka, I think, on uh, Runner Plus. He yeah. seems to be giving you a little shit about... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Talking crap about me on Runner Plus. Because I'm right near him on Runner Plus. Yeah. So. I was uh, I did uh, boom ahead of Shakalaka before, but then he boomed right back, right past oh, me, no. on a million feet running on RunnerPlus.com. And you're going to have to try to beat him. Yep. I'll get I'll get by him. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm not even worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> Secretly, I am. <laughs> So go check out Trilogy Podcast on iTunes, mm-hmm. and I think it's trilogypodcast.libsyn.com. I think so. It's also on the uh, runningpodcast.org, where easiest. everything is. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy to get through everything there. Yeah, easiest way to find it, go to runningpodcasts.org. Mm-hmm. And the last email we got is from Chris from Run Run Live. Mm-hmm. Also a podcast, yeah. which you can find at runningpodcast.org, I think. Yes. Uh, he left a uh, an audio comment for us, which we will play now. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick and Dan. This is Chris from the Run Run Live podcast. I'm a fellow New Englander and a fellow, as they say in New Hampshire, I'm a fellow masshole. I uh, wanted to let you know that I've been listening to your last couple episodes this week. And uh, episode 43 was really good. It was a tour de force. Very well done. Great flow, great vibe. Really enjoyed it. So, uh, kudos. And uh, wanted to counsel, if I could, Nick, on our health problems. You know, I've, I've been through this a lot myself. And sometimes when your body makes you slow down, it can be a great process of rediscovery. So if you keep it in the right frame of mind, keep it positive, you can actually learn a lot from it. And, you know, speaking from experience, it's like any other loss. When you lose your running, you know, you go through the denial and the anger, and eventually you get to acceptance. And then when you start running again, and when you start running well again, and and, and you will, it'll be all that much sweeter and fulfilling. So stick with it, all right? And uh, 
race I run down your way is the New Bedford Half Marathon in the spring with the uh, the harpoon guy on the t-shirts and the fish sandwiches. That's a pretty good race. We'll see you out there. Have fun. Beep. <laughs> well, thanks, Chris. That was great. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping to get back into the swing of things again. You know, I definitely, it makes me appreciate the those good days a little bit more. Yeah. We were at New Bedford. Uh, this past year, I, I was way behind you. <laughs> way, way, way behind. <laughs> yeah. That was the stinky race day. Yeah. Remember it smelled like... Fishing garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but fun race to do. Well, you like that race. Yeah. So. Well, because it's local. Yeah. It mostly smells like fishing garbage, though. So. Yeah. So thank you very much, Chris. And uh, you can check out his podcast, Run, Run, Live, uh, at runningpodcast.org. I think that's it. I'm going to try to keep it short because the runner's round table is coming up real soon. Yeah. We did get a couple of iTunes reviews. Um, We won't read them off and everything, but... Just want to say thank you. Yeah, we did read them and we always appreciate them. So Mm -hmm. thank you very, very much. And if you want to uh, get in touch with us, you can leave us an email at fourfeetrunning at gmail.com. If you want to check out the show notes and find links to all kinds of stuff... Uh, including iTunes, if you want to leave a nice review. <laughs> nice five-star review like the other nice people left. Yes. You can find our page at fourfeetrunning.blogspot.com. Number four, feetrunning.blogspot.com. We got challenges up on runnerplus.com. This, it's the things on your feet this month. And running shoes <laughs> is kicking the ass off of sneakers. Yes. Oh, out of everything. Oh, yeah. we do have one. Um, I run barefoot now. Ah. Which is very neat. That very person good. uses those. Um, what are they called? The, the ones with little, oh, that the, have little toes on them. Yeah, the f- feet glove things. Yeah. Can't remember the name of them. Oh yeah. But they're really creepy, but kind of cool. Yeah. I kind of want them. I know. If anybody out there is with the little feet glove company, (laughs) send us a couple pairs of those or something so we can try them out. (laughs) Why not? You can also find the Million Feet Running Challenge over at uh, Runner Plus. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what's going to happen for... uh, September? The Vibram Five Fingers. We just looked it up. It's Vibram Five Fingers. Yeah. If If you're with them... Yeah, send a couple of free pairs, why not? <laughs> I'm, curious who, I'm curious how they feel when you run with them. But they look a little odd because they have little toes and, you know, like, gloves. They aren't just like gloves except for your feet. Yeah. I mean, I get made fun of just carrying a bottle, I can't imagine. I know. Um, if I ran around with those around town, <laughs> those strange looks, but I still kind of want to try them out to see what it's like. Yeah. But I don't want to pay for them. Not particularly. <laughs> Because I'm cheap. And just watch real sneakers. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. uh, You can also call the Four Feet phone line at 206-350-1677. That is 206-350-1677. Doesn't spell anything clever. (laughs) So you can remember it more easily. That's why I have problems remembering it. I don't even know it. I just don't know it at all. I don't even try to retain that information. Yeah. But you should put it on your phone and call us. Yeah, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I think that's about it. I think that's it. All right. We better get going. All right. We'll see you later. Thanks. Bye.
I need a muffler. <laughs> anyway.